else would you rather be than right here, right now? For Bills fans. By Bills fans. Only Buffalo is going to win it. This is the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast with Brad the Bruiser Icorn and Alex Jones. This is pandemonium. Here's Brad the Bruiser Icorn. And welcome back for another edition of the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast. It's been Far too long, but we're back with you. Brad the Bruiser Icon here in Surprise, Arizona. Uh, Alex Jones up there in the southern tier of New York. Alex, how are you this evening? Doing well, Brad. How about you? Uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a little cooler this week down here, so feeling good but ready to get up to Buffalo. Um, news on this podcast here that we haven't truly shared here, but, um, you know, this podcast has originated all over the country. Uh, When we started doing it, it was on the third floor of my parents' house out of uh, South Lake, Texas. Uh, After that, we uh, we were in North Richland Hills, which is near Fort Worth. We we did the podcast out of West Monroe, Louisiana, and then uh, out of uh, Ephrata, Pennsylvania, near Lancaster County, and uh, about an hour inside Philadelphia. Uh, now in Arizona, and uh, probably the podcast will be originating out of uh, Buffalo, New York, or at least the uh, western New York out of Hamburg. So uh, big news here on the podcast that will actually be uh, originating the podcast only six miles from Highmark Stadium. That's awesome. Yes. Congratulations, very- Brad, on the move. Yes, very excited. And uh, happy to be in uh, in Western New York. All right. Well, let's kick off the podcast, Alex. It's been way too long here, but you know, there's a lot of predictions, a lot of high accolades here for the Bills going into the season. But right now, I mean, I'm not thinking about that, and I, I'm sure the players aren't either. Right now, this team looks poised and ready to execute at will. Yeah, they really do, Brad. This is a a Super Bowl contender, and you know anybody who's asked me, you know, what do you expect from this season? It, it's Super Bowl or nothing. Like that's the truth. If you if you put this much money, this much talent on the roster with Josh Allen's, you know, contract coming into his first year of his super max deal next year, um, you really gotta. You, this is a Super Bowl or bust year for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I mean, they really did go out having Von Miller, who I've been told looks very, very sharp in practice. Um, yeah, there's a lot of buzz around this team, as it should be. Enjoyed watching NFL Network and Good Morning Football and all the coverage they did at least uh, Monday and Tuesday this week here on the Bills training camp. And uh, bummed that I couldn't be up there. I'll be in Buffalo next week. But um, I know, you know, we'll get to plenty of, of a mini camp and uh, scrimmage here. But uh, Alex, are you going to be able to make it up to uh, to any Bills practices up there at St. John Fisher College this summer? Unfortunately, this summer is, you know, it's just one of those summers that uh, it, it, everything's kind of conspiring against me not to be able to come out. So I actually just put my tickets up for sale for the preseason game. Um, but, you know, I'll be there week two versus the Titans. All right, right on. 
We'll look forward to it. Uh, iffy, if I'm even going to go to the 20th game, we uh, we close on our house in Hamburg on the 19th. So I'm not sure if we're going to go to that game on the 20th. We'd like to go if it, our kids could be up in Buffalo with us. They're going to be uh, in Phoenix with my folks. We'll fly them up uh, the following Tuesday. So I'm not sure if we're even going to go to that uh, that second preseason game this year. I know it's tough just because it really is one of those things that you're like, it, it preseason games were a lot of fun to go to, but when life gets in the way, it's also easy to be like, yeah, I'm not going to Yep. I'm probably going to have to just give these tickets away and it'll be what it'll be. So there you go. <laughs> All right. So the Buffalo Bills are in training camp at St. John Fisher College up there in Rochester, Alex, let me ask you, before we get into training camp or anything, there's been a lot of buzz about food at this. Uh, you know, we've heard all the players talk about, you know, the turkey burger and this or that. i got to ask you a Rochester question. Have you had a garbage plate before? Um, I have, but my favorite was the uh, breakfast garbage plate. Um, so when I, where I went to college, there was they would make uh, specialty garbage plates, and one of them was a breakfast garbage plate, <laughs> which was fantastic. Okay. So it was uh, on top, it was four fried eggs, then a layer of waffles, then tater tots, then home fries, and then um, you could eat sausage or bacon, but I got neither because I don't like either. So that that was, it was one of my favorite um, in college, one of my favorite late go-to's. That's that's amazing. Okay, now have you had the standard one? I've not. I'm not a big um, beans or hot dog guy, so yeah. it's, it's kind of not my deal. Yeah, I don't like macaroni salad either, so I'm I'm, I'm yeah. skeptical if I would ever ever try that. Um, do you know anything about this infamous turkey burger that we're hearing about? I've heard people rave about the food up there at St. John Fisher that that college has tremendous food, which is not well heard of in the in the college ranks, at least. I have actually eaten at St. John Fisher's dining halls um, when I was I was recruited to play there out of high school, um, and it does live up to the hype. Uh, you know, the two places I went that really accentuated their food were Brockport and uh, St. John Fisher, and both both have excellent food. Interesting. Okay, right on. All right, well, so the Buffalo Bills are in training camp right now at St. John Fishers. They get set to kick off the preseason coming up in just a couple of weeks against the Colts. Um, so any interesting position battles or thing that you hope to see kind of develop out of camp? Um, you know, it's one of those things that's very interesting. Tommy Doyle has been playing all the place, and uh, reports have said that he's been having a great camp so far. Um, you know, at the right tackle position, he's been switching between guard and tackle each day. Seemed like he's had a good camp. Spencer Brown hasn't been practicing for an closed reason. I'm not sure why um, I've heard anything to, you know, why he hasn't been practicing. Um, so it's one of those things where it's like it, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what goes forward with that. Does Spencer Brown, you know, does Tommy Doyle maybe even supersede Spencer Brown spot at right guard. Um, I know Roger Saffold still battling the injury to his ribs from the car accident. 
Um, so it, it, the offensive line is an interesting group. Seems like Deion Dawkins, from what I've heard, is back to his form from last season. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see, um, at least on the offensive line, how the different positions shake out. We know probably three, maybe even four out of the five, but, you know, you could see some surprises there. Another one I'm interested in, too, and not necessarily a battle per se, but just how uh, they think Jared Cook is going to go ahead and fit into this offense at the running back. I know that, uh, you know, he excels out of the screen game, and if they can fit him into that, how they scheme him in there. Because I think down the stretch, I think Devin Singletary earned the number one running back spot here for the Buffalo Bills there. I'm just curious where Jared Cook fits in among Zach Moss, who's really just trying to keep a spot on the roster at this point. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I think Cook is going to be a different weapon for them, sort of actually what they were thinking um, the really speedy back from San Francisco was last year, the speed guy. can't remember his name to save my, save my life, but um, – I think they, they wanted him to be like a pass catcher, like a pure pass catcher, almost like a wide receiving, kind of like Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. And I, I think that's what Cook's going to be. I think Cook is a threat on any down because the Bills have shown that they like to use short passes almost as their run game. And, I mean, it's been kind of shown that that's a rather effective model of um, of playing is that you get, if you get those early passes going on first down and really get aggressive with it, then you can, um, you know, sort of supplement the run game through that. And I could see James, I could see Jesus being part of that where, you know, he's the type of guy who can get out the backfield, um, really get out uh, and create pressure on the defense, both from the backfield and split out wide as a wide receiver. All right, we'll go into the receiving game here at this point here. Tavon Austin, do you think he has a shot to make the active roster and contribute into the receiving core? I don't. I think he's a camp body, and it's sort of like, a, you know what, we'll try out Tracy guys. Like, we'll okay. try out a pure speed guy. Agreed. Um, if, it, it, now, I also think this might be the deepest wide receiver room in the NFL, so even if you are, like, at Tavon Austin's a good receiver, but is he better? Does he offer more on, like, let's say, special teams than a Jake Kumara? Does he offer a return upside like Isaiah McKenzie? You know, who's been apparently tearing it up as the starting slot receiver. So I, I think it's one of those things where if you can't offer something to this team outside your position and you're number five or six on the depth chart, uh, it's going to be incredibly hard for you to make this roster. How about Khalil Shakur and how he's fitting into that slot position going ahead to have with Crowder, who I thought was a tremendous signing this offseason? I, I, so I think they're going to both, I think both will make the roster outright. And I think because they both sort of offer different things. McDermott has proven that he likes to bring rookies onto the 53 but then sit them for most of the season to get used to it. You know, to get used to the game speed. I think you could see that with Khalil Shakir. Um, Josh Allen's had some high praise for him after last practice. 
Um, as Bill said, the day off today. Um, so I, I think it's one of those things where the Bills have a specific plan in mind, and I think he fits into what they want to do going forward. Jamison Crowder, Crowder is um, might be a sneaky pick to be an all-star. Like, if you want to bet a big future for all-stars, you know, some prop bets on wide receivers, I would take every Jamison Crowder over. I would take all Crowder's overs right now. How about on the defensive line here where, you know, we plug in Von Miller this year. How do you think the rest of the defensive line figures out? I mean, obviously, Ed Oliver would be on the start here. Do they put Rousseau opposite side? How do you feel about the defensive line at this point? Uh, I think, yeah, I think you got to put Rousseau opposite. I think they're going to have the, the they're going to figure out whatever the, rotation will be. I think they're going to have to figure that out. It, it is. It's uh, going to be rotation because that's what Leslie Frazier likes to do and it's probably for the yeah. best, you know, up in age a little bit here is Von Miller, but still looking sharp and, you know, like he was picked ahead of Marcel Darius in that draft. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing was, we've talked about quite a bit, um, he he expected to come to Buffalo. Like, that's the funny thing is that he even said in his draft conference, like, you know, I was expect I was expecting to be a Buffalo Bill, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think that apparently from the reports I've heard, um, Ed Oliver has been a wild man through training camp and has just been destroying the offensive Believe line. Believe it, yep. Um, Contract year for him. AJ Epinesa and Boogie Basham look like they've been doing well. Well, um, hearing good things about them, so I, I think this defensive line on a whole is going to get better. Just from the fact that Von Miller is somebody who up, who according to the man himself, Aaron Donald, up his game. And if you can bring Aaron Donald to a different level, imagine what you can do for anybody else. You know. Interesting at the linebacker core, of course, is Tremaine Edmonds. How can it not be playing his fifth year option? And uh, that's it. So, uh, a contract year for Tremaine Edmonds. Um, he's the most kind of question mark on not so much where he is going into the season, but how it shakes up as the season progresses or where he is come seasons. And how do you see this unfolding, Alex? I, I think he's going to step up. I mean, here's the thing. The weird thing about Tremaine Edmonds is he is one of the biggest discrepancies in where the NFL sees him versus where are, where the fan base sees him. The Bills, if you talk to Bills fans on Twitter, half of them think Tremaine Edmonds is one of the worst linebackers in the league and we should trade Cal- we should trade for Calvin Shepard instead of him. But when you talk to coaches, execs, scouts, and players, Tremaine Edmonds is known as one of the scariest linebackers in the NFL. Hmm. Najee Harris last year said, the hardest he's ever been hit in his in his football career. A guy who played at Alabama, who was a five-star recruit coming out of high school. The hardest he'd ever been hit was by Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds has the freak athleticism and everything you look for and, and literally does change the throwing angle quarterbacks have to put on the ball across the middle because of his length. And it, it would be interesting to see comparatively to other linebackers, what the interception rate is by the safeties of the Bills because it does feel like Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer get a lot of interceptions. 
out on those those balls, uh, Brad. You know what I'm talking about, where they the ball sails on the wide receiver like a little further than the quarterback wanted it to go, and it just ends up in the hands of Poyer or Hyde. Sure. Be interesting to see if that if there's some correlation between Edmonds' size and a quarterback trying to put a little extra to get it over his head. Yeah, that's a good point. We'll see how that impacts into the season this year. Let's shift to the backfield here where uh, Trey White, um, I haven't personally, I haven't watched any of the videos yet, but I've heard good things about uh, videos of just, you know, Trey's leg movement and everything. Sounds like he's progressing nicely. But, you know, I hope they take their time and play him when he's ready because that's what we needed down the stretch. I think that was the difference between us and possibly winning the Super Bowl last year was Trey White. Um, yeah. So having him healthy is huge. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Elam steps into that uh, cornerback role if he's ready to take on the number two spot where we had a very solid Levi Wallace, a guy who came in undrafted and ended up walking going to Pittsburgh last year. It'll be curious to see, I think, a little bit how the cornerback spot plays out. It will be interesting to see, Brad. It'll be very interesting to see how everything plays out because it's going to be one of those positions that, like, is sneaky, like, sneaky needy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. one of those positions where it's like, there's a lot, there is actually a lot riding on the position where the Bills have Trey White waiting for him to come off the pup list. They have Kyra uh, Lam who's working against Stefan Diggs every day in practice, which, by the way, is only going to make him better because Stefan Diggs is one of the most technical wide receivers in the NFL. So if you're going to go against somebody, you might as well get a true trial by fire. Um, and, and it'll be interesting to see who the third corner is. Obviously not the nickel corner, which Ron Johnson has locked down since the 2020 season. Um, it'll be interesting to see who comes in in if Trey White's not able to get off the pup list, because if Trey White can't get off the pup list, that means that he's out until week four. So it'll be interesting to see who it steps up in the preseason games to play opposite Elon. Well, a long ways to go here as we're only in week one of training camp, but Hall of Fame game a week from tonight, which is a Thursday where we're taping tonight's podcast. So looking forward, football is looming. It's around the corner, and I'm excited for this fall. Um, obviously, Buffalo Bills, very excited, but I'm also stoked. Um, for those who do not know, I am a big Purdue Boilermaker football fan. My grandfather, who was a plant manager at GM, the refinery up there in Tonawanda, uh, was a Purdue grad, so I grew up rooting for the Boilermakers. They're playing in Syracuse this year, and I uh, reached out to, I know their color analyst for the radio network, he asked me if I might be interested in coming to spot for them that week, so stoked for that as well, looking forward That's to college. Awesome. Yes. That's awesome, Brad. Congrats. Yes. Uh, you know, to uh, sit in the press box, it, I've never been to the Carrier Dome, or whatever they call it now, it's not the Carrier Dome, it's the... I'm blanking. The something stupid dome. Something energy dome, maybe? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's some energy company it, in Syracuse. If anyone wants to correct us here at uh, at Bills Bruiser, at what's your Twitter handle right now, Alex? Uh, St. Alex Jones. Oh, you're back at St. Alex Jones. Or no, whatever it is. I don't remember. DH, DHS Buffalo. There we go. That's the way to go here. And tweet us at the podcast and like us on Facebook as well. All right. Week one of training camp. Let's talk about the hype. It's hard to ignore it. There's a lot of hype around this team. Someone asked me Super Bowl predictions, and I, I stayed silent. They're like, Brad, come on. You're, you got to say something. I said, nope, I'll jinx them. I, I'm yeah. I'm not a – the hype is wonderful. I like that there's hype around us, but I'm not buying into it. No, you, get, you really can't because the problem is once you buy into the hype, it'll be one of those things where it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. This, this team – even though they're going to go undefeated and win the Super Bowl, is bound to lose a game at some point. So you gotta, you really gotta, you gotta prepare for that mentally because the people who, it's almost like Chicken Little. You know, you're going to be the sky is falling when in actuality it's like, no, we played a good team and we lost. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's. Uh... There's a lot going around this team. We're getting a lot of buzz, but I won't feel good until, you know, we're hoisting the Lombardi Trophy and having the parade. Um, Exactly. I will say I'm leaving Phoenix right now, but my folks live here, so I'm pre-planning a trip here in February just in case. Just in case. We'll see. All right, Super Bowl coming up in, uh, man, a ways to go here. We're about six months from the Super Bowl at this point, which means we have a lot of football to get into as the Buffalo Bills are at training camp at St. John Fisher College. Um, And, you know, it's been nice at least the past couple of years. There's no question on what's going on at quarterback. There's been less doubt, up to almost no doubt about Josh Allen and his abilities right now. It's just how things will play out and progress with this team as a whole. Yeah, it is, Brad. It's more, it's not even filling in the cracks at this point, too. You know, it's not like, oh, we're looking, we're not really looking at any position and being like, that's a definite need. You know, it's more like, all right, who's going to be our second running back who's a receiving threat? Who's going to fill in at third corner? Who's going to be the backup middle linebacker in case somebody gets hurt? How are we building our depth? Yeah, and it's a great position to be in, in all honesty. And uh, it, it, even with the wide receiving group, it's like, oh, who's going to – not even like, oh, who's going to be our number one because everybody knows that Stephon Diggs. It's like, who's going to be the breakout third wide receiver? Who's going to be the guy that wows us this season and puts up like 900 receiving yards because he's playing with Josh Allen? Alex, you and I have talked about this, you know – Way back in 2017, when this regime started, that this is where we expected this team to be, or where they, if they were on track with their plan, where they would be at this point, and that's exactly where they are. Unbelievable, isn't it? Actually, ironically enough, Brad, I was um, flipping through the channels on. There's the every smart TV nowadays comes with like a whole. Like a whole, like every TV net, every company has its own set of channels that come free. And with the Vizio I have, um, it was the NFL channel. It was best of 2017, and I just happened to flip it on for that Bills, um, for the Ravens Bengals game. 
Oh. And it was just the it was just like amazing to relive that. That's something that I'll never forget. But also to think I was thinking about like how what a wildly different position we are in now. You know, it, it, the next thing, the next highlight that came on was the Bills losing ten to three to the Jaguars. Yep. You know, so it's one of those things where it's like it's so incredible. You know how far we've come. Yep. Yep. There's no no sweating or less sweating, if you will. Yeah. It's almost like the Paul Rudley meme. Like, ah, who would who would have thought? Who would have expected this? Uh, you know, us here now. Not me. Yeah. It's it's incredible to think about the transition this organization has made in four or five years. A tremendous job as they go into yeah year five right now here in twenty. 20- 22 as the Bills get set to do business here, starting out the season on the road, kicking off the NFL season Thursday night football in Los Angeles, and then Monday night football. I'm stoked uh, going to the game as a uh, Western New York resident of Erie County. Uh, excited to be at that game and uh, know that I won't have to search and take an Uber back to my hotel. No, I'll just get my car and go home exactly brad that is the nice thing is that even now i'm having almost a little anxiety about uh you know trying to figure out the three-hour drive home from that monday night game i've done it quite a few times it's never fun because you're also exhausted from first off your whole day at work but also secondly the you know the the excitement that was the game so you're driving home and you're trying you know it's normally about, I'd say, by the time I get out of the stadium at home, it's about three thirty. Oh, jeez, brutal! So it's one, it's, yeah, it's brutal. But it's one of those things where you're like, it's such a fun, exciting thing. You're like, I can't, I can't help but do it. Well, if you don't want to get home at three thirty, you can afford to. Uh Get a full night's sleep before you head back. You have a place to stay at R Street Media's headquarters in Hamburg. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think we're going to have a lot of Bills fans coming through already this fall. Uh, I think my dad, I heard, is talking about coming up in either October or November. He's uh, He grew up in Williamsville. Um, we have friends that uh, my folks neighbors they live down here they lived in grand island for a while and their daughter and her wife they live in canada but they were uh she's at least a bills fan and they were going to come for a couple games so uh um buddy i work with huge bills fan so a lot of folks are going to come through yeah come uh our our street media not just a, a media company but uh maybe a b&b at the same token a free one yeah. at that <laughs> yeah Maybe even we'll have to, if we get a one, one of these one o'clock games, I'll have to come over and we'll do a live reaction to the game together. Absolutely. All right, well, we're going to look forward to it this fall and all throughout training camp. Uh, I know it's been a time since we did a podcast here. Any other thoughts on the schedule going into this year? Um, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's just going to be a murderer's row schedule. When you're the top team in the division, you always play the top teams of other divisions. It's just going to be a tough schedule no matter what you do. Um, and But I think the Bills have a little bit easier than some of the other AFC opponents who are going to be vying for the playoffs. So we'll see how it goes. 
I think playing the best, you have a lot of really fun football games. So remember, this game is fun. It's supposed to be fun to watch and enjoy. And um, I'm particularly looking forward to the October 30th game against Green Bay. Tentatively planning. My brother is going to fly up for that. Huge Bills fan. And, uh, you know, enjoy that game. And then Halloween immediately following. So, yeah, I'm very looking forward to uh, Sunday Night Football uh, on Devil's Night. Yes, that should be a lot of fun. All right. Well, a lot to look forward to. We'll continue to cover training camp as we get set for the regular season. It's been a little time, but we always appreciate you joining in here. Uh, Make sure you're following us on Twitter. Uh, at Buffalo Bills Draft House, also at uh, Bills Bruisers. So thanks again for joining us here. For Alex Jones, I'm Brad the Bruiser Icorn. Go Bills. This has been the Buffalo Bills Draft House Podcast, an R Street Media production.